0: The problem is the parts of our personalities that we disown or repress can turn against us because our shadow can operate on its own without our full awareness. Hey there, I'm Dr. Dell Millers, and this is Energize Your Life after 50. You see, the goal of this podcast is to help you answer one simple question, and that is, how do you want to live the next chapter in your life? Do you want to keep it as it is, or do you want more? Do you want to be better, fitter, stronger, healthier without meds, more confidence, more sex appeal? Do you want to get your Moldra back? Maybe you want to be the you you've always thought you could be. So each week we'll look at simple ways. To intentionally create your next chapter, prioritizing your health, your physicality, your emotional and spiritual well-being, as well as looking and feeling your best. Are you up for the challenge? Then let's get moving. All right, guys, Dr. Del Miller here with personalfitness.com and welcome to another episode of Energize Your Life After 50. Hope you're doing great out there. Today, we're going to talk about the dark side. (laughs) You know, why you must embrace your shadow self or your dark side before you can create your future self. And, you know, this idea of creating your future self is part of the work I do with my clients. I help them to create a future self and a future self alter ego and work backwards to create The life that they want, the future self, in order to get to that future self, well, they have to learn to embody the mindset, habits and behaviors of that future self, right? You have to become, learn to become that future self and live that way now. That is one of the ways of being successful at what you're doing, whether it's transforming your body or transforming your life, transforming your business in any area. The future self work is a powerful one to help you get to where you're trying to go. So when we talk about the shadow, right, the shadow is basically the dark side of our personality, quote unquote, dark side of our personality. You know, our our personal shadow is our disowned self. It consists mainly of the negative aspects of our personality that we disowned You know, it's whatever we perceived as inferior, evil, or unacceptable, greed, selfishness, rage, uh, you know, our base instincts or perverted ideas. Those are all parts of our shadow self, the dark side of our personality. Unfortunately, you know, these disowned parts of our personality can't go anywhere because they're still parts of the self, right? So, we repress them. They become part of the unconscious mind. So, all of the repressed and unacceptable parts of our personalities are neatly bundled into what psych- uh, psychologists called Jung called the personal shadow. Our shadow self forever is always with us, it's our dark sister or brother, always standing right behind us and left unchecked your shadow will be controlling your every move. So let's talk about that today. But before we get started, I'd like to take this time to remind you of a few important resources that are available to you. Number one, my free masterclass. You know, the top three things you must do to lose weight and keep it off. Okay, if you're struggling with uh, weight as an issue, then you must check out that masterclass. There's also my webinar, Get Your Sexy Back. If you're ready to truly transform your body and your life, then please sign up for the webinar. It's free. You also have access to a free health strategy call with me when you're ready to move forward in a powerful way. I also have a vault of coaching videos at my website, uh, you know, personalfitness.com. You can find all of that. Sign up for all of that at my website, personalfitness.com. And lastly, please consider subscribing to this podcast. You know, There is a link in the episode notes. And thank you. Thank you for being here. I really do appreciate you. All right, Dr. Dell Miller here again. And today we are talking about your shadow self or why you should embrace your dark side. Your shadow self is the dark side. As I mentioned, it's all the repressed parts of our personalities that we don't like about ourselves, or we try to hide from the rest of the world. You know, a psychologist called Jung developed this concept of archetypes. And two of his famous archetypes that he developed was, one was called the persona and the other, the shadow self. And the persona was basically, the word actually came from a Latin word that literally means masks. So the persona represents the many masks we wear in our lives throughout, uh, you know, our lives to represent ourselves to the world, the faces that we put on to the world. And of course, you know, some of those faces are fake, right? Uh, just look at social media, you know, you know, does anybody ever post anything bad about themselves on social media? Everybody puts their best foot forward. It's all positive and, and the best things about them, and quite frankly, a lot of fake things, because a lot of those things are fake. So those are the masks, that's the persona, the face we show to the world, and the parts of our personality that are least popular, the parts that we have repressed, the things that don't allow us to fit in, that don't allow us to be popular, those are the parts of our personality that, well, guess what, they don't go anywhere. They're still with us every single day. They're there, standing right next to you. It's called the shadow. Your dark side is right next to you at every single moment. And, you know, like I said, left on check, your shadow will be controlling your every move. So have you ever asked yourself, why on earth did I do that? Well, maybe you didn't. Your shadow did. <laughs> you know, so as, as Carl Jung once said, until you make the conscious, the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Isn't that powerful? Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Now, I think that's very powerful because I see that at play all the time. A lot of people who are, you know, you're trying to accomplish things. Let's take uh, weight loss, for example. For example, a lot of people are trying to accomplish things and they find themselves self-sabotaging. So they end up coming right back to where they started because they're not really in charge. And they don't realize that they're not really in charge. The shadow self is in charge. So until you learn to really embrace that shadow self, you'll find that you'll be self-sabotaging yourself quite a bit you'll get some results and give it back, get some results and give it back. And that's the way it's going to continue, this struggle. There'll be this internal conflict, this struggle, because a lot of times we're just not aware of the majority of the things we do. You know, only 5% of our daily behaviors and actions are from the conscious mind. The other 95% of the things we do on a daily basis are controlled by the subconscious mind. And Guess who lives in the subconscious, folks? That's right. Our shadow self, the dark side of our personalities, right? The parts of ourselves that we have repressed for years. So let's talk about how the shadow came to be. Here's the deal. As kids, we want to fit in, right? We weren't born with a shadow. We, we developed a shadow. As, as kids, we want to get our needs met. We want to please our parents, our teachers, our caregivers, and the authorities around us, remember? Because we learn that that's how we get our needs met, you know? We also want to belong. It's important as human beings to have a sense of belonging, to be part of something, part of a community, because it's lonely to be the kid without friends, don't you think? Not to mention terribly damaging to a young kid's self-esteem, So we learn to repress those parts of ourselves that are not popular. So as kids, we learn to do one of two things, or even both. We either choose to be a stubborn son of a bitch and say, I'll show you. Or we learn to repress those parts of ourselves that are the least popular in order to appease those around us. That means separating our best qualities, you know. Generosity, compassion, thoughtfulness, things like that from our perceived worst qualities, selfishness, anger, rage, greed, lying, things that are not very popular. And sometimes the problem is we even learn to repress the most unique parts of ourselves, right? In order to feel safe, to be accepted, to belong, to fit in so that we're no longer a target. As a kid, I did both of these things. You know, see, moving from Jamaica to New York City was a oh, that's a huge change in my life. And, you know, being the kid who speaks funny you know, with a Jamaican accent or, you know, I used to wear funny clothes because my mom's philosophy was always, oh, you'll grow into it. <laughs> I don't think as a, as a young kid I wore clothes that fit. You'll grow into it and... You know, think about a kid at that age in middle school. In New York, we call it primary school. And here in California, we call it middle school. You know, I don't think I ever wore anything that fit properly all through my middle school years. So obviously, I was bullied for looking funny and sounding funny. And at the time, I was just this little skinny little kid, you know. I mean, I was as skinny as a broomstick, folks. You could, you could see me. I was just swallowed up in my clothes. You get that picture, right? Just a little head popping out of these big clothes. So obviously I was, I was bullied. So my way of showing them, you know, I, I was a stubborn son of a bitch. I've always been a stubborn person. So my way of showing them was I decided to become the most popular kid in school. And I do mean that literally. I decided to become the most popular kid in school. I was, so I was, I was always one of the two kids at the top of the class, at the top of my class, every single class, I was one of the two kids in the class who got the highest grade on every exam. I became captain of the debate team. I was class president. Then I became student body president. I graduated valedictorian of my class. I went to an Ivy League school. Yay, Columbia University. And that was in part my way of showing them, you know, that this skinny little kid who speaks funny and looks funny could be somebody. So that's one of the things we do. We either decide to become a stubborn son of a gun and decide to show them. Or the second thing we do, we learn to repress parts of ourselves, parts of our personality and parts of who we are in order to fit in. So, you know, I learned to do that too. I learned to repress the most unpopular parts of my personality and the most glaring was a funny accent. So I learned to repress that accent and to develop the most proper speaking. I learned to speak the most proper English, better than the Queen of England herself. (laughs) You know, which, so growing up in New York, people would always say to me, wow, you are so articulate. And that was a behavior totally driven by that little kid in me repressing a funny accent. Why? To fit in, to not be a target, to not be someone who people bully. Right? Which, by the way, later on in high school didn't make me very popular among the girls because I went to a predominantly black high school in, in the Bronx and girls would always say things to me like, You sound so white. <laughs> you know? So I, I wasn't popular with girls in uh, high school, not until I got to college, but that's a different story. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> so the point is be careful the message you feed to your kids because when you tell a kid repeatedly, be quiet, you talk too much, or you need to calm down, you're too much. That's one I, I, I used to hear a lot. You need to calm down, you're too much. Well, isn't that better than not being enough? <laughs> so you internalize these, these things. We, we internalize these messages and start to repress those parts of our personalities that are most unpopular in order to what? To fit in in order to belong, in order to feel safe. So the point is, the parts of our personalities that we repress become the shadow. Things like selfishness, greed, anger, hate, narcissism, perversion, rage. And unfortunately for some of us, even some of our most positive qualities, like our voice, which we suppress after we're told so many times, that you talk too much, we end up suppressing our voice. So we lose our voice as adults and we let people walk all of us. Well, this is where it comes from, okay? You know, even parts of our creative selves that come from being too much, quote-unquote, too much. You're being too much. (laughs) You're being too loud. From being out there, from being loud and bombastic. Those are things that later on, well, that's part of our creative selves, and we'll learn to repress those parts of our personalities, those parts of ourselves. so be careful the messages you feed your kids. That's one of the things I think about you know I've got a daughter who never has a loss for words. I mean, she could just talk and 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 talk, and, talk. and <laughs> it never ends and I have to be careful what I say to her because I know later on in life there are lots of ways in which that ability to speak, to never have a loss for words could serve her well. So the thing I say to her, I said, honey, why don't we just learn to leave some space for silence? You know, instead of telling her you talk too much, be quiet, you talk too much, which, yes, I used to do, but I I catch myself and I don't do that. I, I learn to say things like, why don't we learn to practice silence right now or just leave some space for silence? You know, that's a positive way of, of, of putting a spin on things that doesn't shut her down and getting her to feel like, oh, I'm talking too much and this is not a popular thing and I, should, I shouldn't do this. So the bottom line here, folks, we weren't born with a shadow. A shadow is something we developed. It's something we develop to fit in, to get our needs met, to belong as part of a group, part of our community. But here's, here's the thing. The shadow can turn against you and, and that's the important thing of learning to embrace the shadow. The, the parts of our personality that we disown can turn against us because our shadow can operate on its own without our full awareness. When you're not aware, again, like I said, when you ask yourself, from time to time, why did I do that? Well, maybe you didn't. Your shadow did, right? The shadow can sabotage our best intentions because it operates secretly in the background beyond our awareness. Remember, it's part of the subconscious mind. So when you're not thinking about it, you'll find yourself doing things that you ordinarily wouldn't do or, or saying hurtful things to the ones you love that you later regret. This is the shadow at work, folks. And until we learn to integrate the shadow as part of our personality, to integrate is to become whole. And that's one of the things I work with my clients on, to become whole, because you can't create anything lasting from a broken place, from a place of feeling emotionally damaged. And a lot of the women I deal with, a lot of the work I do with women who are trying to lose weight and realize, well, weight loss really isn't the problem. Is Your approach is the problem. You're coming from a place of being broken and emotionally damaged. And no one was born broken or emotionally damaged. We were born whole and complete. The problem is we learn to repress parts of ourselves, and those parts of ourselves end up controlling the things we do, our, our mindset, habits, and behaviors. And Until we learn to integrate those, the disintegrated parts of self, the parts that are crying out to be heard, feelings on express, unfinished business, until we learn to deal with that, those are the things I work with my clients on, dealing with those unfinished business and giving voice to feelings on express. That is part of how we learn to integrate the shadow self. So let's briefly talk a little bit about how to go about integrating the shadow self or how to embrace, learn to embrace the dark side of our personality. And here is, here's a big one. You know, one of the, the, the first thing is always awareness, right? Awareness is always the key to changing anything. If you're not aware of things, you can't change it. So you have to learn to become aware of your shadow at work. And, and here's one way to do that. We call this psychological projections, right? Your emotional reactions to people. If you learn to watch your emotional reactions to people, remember, the shadow is really the repressed parts of our personalities. All the things we try not to see in ourselves. But guess what? We tend to quickly see all those inferior qualities in others. We call this, again, projections. So all the things we don't want to see in ourselves, we project onto other people. So one of the best ways to catch your shadow at work is to practice noticing your strong emotional reactions to others. We tend to react strongly to the qualities we see in others that we have disowned in ourselves. So the best way to catch your shadow at work is look for those strong emotional reactions to others. Look for the things that really pushes your button, right? that other people do, the behaviors that other people do that really pushes your button. Chances are... That's your shadow at work. That's a own part of yourself that you don't want to recognize, but you quickly will see it in other people. So just learn to be aware of that and just maybe just journal about it. Write it down and, and just write about what comes to mind. That is a powerful thing to do. Notice your projections and notice that the things that you can see in yourself you tend not to have a big emotional reaction to those kinds of things when you see other people do them. Case in point, you know, sometimes I get on the freeway and there's just a long line to get on the the freeway. And sometimes, you know, instead of sitting in that bloody long line, I just race up to the front and cut into the, the, the front. And I know it's a shitty behavior, but hey, you know, One of my qualities I'm working on is patience. And I lack patience sometimes. And sometimes I do sit there in that line and I see other people race up to the front and just cut in front of the person and get on the freeway. And it brings a smile to my face. Why? Because I see myself do the same thing. I do the same thing. So I don't have a big emotional charge to it versus other times I'm with other people, and they would get so upset about that. That simple thing. They would get so upset about it because, again, it's something about them that they can't see in themselves, so they project it onto others. Anyway, my friends, I hope that's been helpful. Remember, to create your future self, you must embrace your shadow or your dark side. Otherwise, You will be controlled by that dark side, that shadow self, and you will say, as Carl Jung mentioned, that it is fate. It is not fate. You are just being controlled by your shadow self or your dark side. So try watching those projections and journal about it. Write them down and see what shows up for yourself powerful little technique there. And until next time, my friends, I hope you do well. By the way, I just want to mention that I have started a weight loss group for women. And if you're interested, start by watching my webinar, Get Your Sexy Back Ladies. Like I said, we look at all of the internal conflicts that are going on, the unexpressed feelings, the unfinished emotional baggage that you're carrying around with you and realize that you will never get the results you're looking for. You can't create that future self you're trying to create or create the best version of yourself until we resolve those internal conflicts, until we create harmony and, and integration to get you back to a place of being whole so you can create from a place of being whole as opposed to trying to create from a place of being broken and emotional damaged. You're not broken or emotionally damaged, but you're trying to create from that place of being broken or emotionally damaged. And until we learn to integrate, you will always be sitting in the struggle. So, Dr. Dell Miller's here saying, until next time, may the best of your todays. Be the worst of your tomorrows. Please share this episode with uh, someone and leave me a review. Please, I l- would love a five-star review. Subscribe to the podcast. Share it with others. You have my thanks. Catch you next time. You've been listening to Energize Your Life After 50 with me, your host, Dr. Dell Millers. For all the resources mentioned in this episode, you can check the show notes, Or go to my website at personalfitness.com. There you can sign up for the free masterclass, the webinar, free webinar, a free health strategy call, and have access to my Vault of Coaching videos all for free. So check out the website at personalfitness.com. See you next time.